Guys, we are back. Now, I, I guess this isn't really like a season or anything like that. This is just a return of sorts. Uh, to me, the the spandex planet of old, if you listen to the previous, I believe, 16 to 20 episodes, the idea was that it would be kind of a limited series, and I felt that I told my stories and I didn't really know what else I had to give other than, you know, like reviewing wrestling shows or I don't, you know, things like that. And while I think some of that is cool, I I think like the initial idea behind the podcast was really to chat about what it was like for me to go through like wrestling school and or wrestling training and get on the the southern indies and 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 what that whole journey looked like with maybe some other stuff sprinkled in and my life took a little bit of a turn since then um it hasn't quite been a year yet since i i did the last the last episode and i think the the limited series it can be more than a limited series which is great so I'll kind of dive into that uh, shortly, but I, I just want to, if you're listening, thank you uh, for, for returning, and if this is your first time, this is a great place to start also. We're going to kind of start fresh, and then if you'd like to go back to the old episodes, feel free. So, if you listen to the the previous episodes, I go over, I was 19 years old. We, uh, myself and, and my buddy got trained and we went through some, some Indies in the South and, and tried to make a name and then kind of just, just stopped and life took its hold, uh, shoot laugh, if you will. And on the subject of shoot, which in wrestling terminology just means real, uh, my shoot job actually relocated me recently. So I'm in a new place. And, you know, I, I, I missed a lot of things. I think, you know, I I chatted before about potentially wanting to get back into wrestling. You know, it's been almost seven years and it's, you know, it never really leaves you. Um, I had a lot of other like hobbies, uh, jujitsu from time to time. Uh, I did this podcast for a little while. Um, I'm part of a, like a YouTube comedy type group that, um, doesn't necessarily have a ton of success, but it's fun and it's a nice creative outlet. But there was just something about wrestling. Like it was almost like in one night I was like, what am I doing? This new job opportunity really gave me a different outlook on life. And I was like, why I'm in this new place. I'm kind of starting over the new job I have. I definitely have some more flexibility as far as timing and, while where I moved to wouldn't, I guess, be considered a wrestling hotbed, there's some great wrestling here. And uh, just for the sake of privacy, I'm not going to necessarily go into geographically where I am, but I don't really think that that's very important anyway. Woke up one day and I was like, it's it's time for me to get back into it. I There wasn't necessarily a moment or anything that I saw or heard that, that finally prompted it, but I just, 
I don't know. I felt like it was time. I'm definitely not getting any younger. I don't feel like I fulfilled my purpose uh, in wrestling, whatever that may be. And um, I, I just felt like there was a reason I got relocated and got the role that I did. So I feel like it was time to to dive back into it, whatever that means. At least give it another shot. I think a lot of people would consider what I did um, success for for a lot of different reasons. I think the first reason being some people just don't take the plunge. You know, I think I was nineteen. I had no, nothing else to do really, and uh, I just kind of dove into it and got trained, and and it was what it was. It didn't last as long as I wanted it to, and and you know maybe we could have done more, but to some people that's, that's the dream, right? That's, I, I did what I wanted to do. I did what I always said I was going to do as a kid. Uh, and maybe, you know, I wasn't in WWE or, or I guess now AEW or, you know, even the ring of honors or, or PWGs or anything like that. Um, but I had some fun. I had some good matches, some really bad matches and it was what it was. And, and to me, that chapter of my life was over for years. Um, you know, I would have times now and again where I'm like, man, this would be a cool thing to do in wrestling. Uh, if I was still wrestling, this would be cool. Or, man, I miss this or that. But it was never really anything top of mind. I was filling my my life with other things. Um, you know, I, I went back to school to learn some, some other skills that I felt like would be useful. Um, I ended up getting in with a, a pretty major corporation and, and climbed that ladder a little bit. But it just nothing really resonated with me like wrestling does, and and you know I never stopped watching it or or being a part of it. Um, but I just I don't know over the last year or two, and and honestly this podcast really helped with that, just because yeah I, I recognize it you know it was just something I kind of did just for fun, and there wasn't a ton of of listeners, but me just like rekindling those those thoughts and the memories and. My, my friends, like, listening to it really got me pumped. So I just decided to – it or I I decided that it, the time was now. Um, I'm in this position that I may never have again. And, you know, I think it, there's nothing stopping me. So I just decided to figure out how to get back in. And uh, I'm going to kind of – go over what what that took and what that looks like and and that's sort of the point of this I like I said a new chapter started that really relates to this and so I would love to take some folks on this journey with me and and go over it and and just chat about wrestling in general and and what my training is looking like now and and what I'm looking to do and and so on and so forth and and in that I I understand that there will be some uh some some privacy that is lost, I guess, especially if I start wrestling on shows because I want you guys to be a part of that. But you know, it's, it's, I'm not, it'll make more sense as I start talking about it, why, uh, I'm not going to, you know, divulge too much info. But I think, like I said, it doesn't really matter. Like the locations, the places, the people, they don't necessarily matter. It's just, you know, the story, the journey. Um, if, if I have uh, some WWE fans, which I, I reckon I do, um, th- there was a documentary recently on the WWE Network about Edge, and it was The Second Mountain, um, and that really, really like spoke to me, 
And I think the second mountain being, hey, like I climbed this first mountain, I got to where I wanted to go, and then I left. And now I'm coming back, uh, and I have to climb another mountain, and just in a, in a different way. And so this is the second mountain, and that's obviously over-dramatized based on my situation. I'm no, you know, WWE superstar, but um, I do feel like in my life, this is the second mountain. Um, I, I really am taking this seriously, and you know, even if I just go in and have some fun again, I, I, that's, that's what I want to do. Um, and I think that this situation is going to be incredibly different than my last situation. I'm much older. Um, that was almost 10 years ago now that I got trained last. So the, the wrestling industry has changed, um, geographically, like I said, I'm on the West coast. Um, whereas when I got trained, it was in the South. So just different styles, different kinds of people, different companies. And, you know, it's just going to be a whole new experience. And Hey, you know, I I just think taking people along on the journey, is cool. And and hopefully you enjoy coming on this journey with me. With that being said, welcome uh, back to Spandex Planet. I think that name has (laughs) maybe even haunted me a little bit just because when people hear Spandex Planet, I think to a wrestling fan, it would kind of make sense. But other people think maybe it's about crafts and arts um, or even ballet, or uh, I don't know what they think, but it's it's the name that I chose, and I think I uh, I'm a big I'm a big fan, uh, and I don't care. That's just what, that's what the name of the podcast is. So um, let me just dive in a little bit here into this into this you know changing of the guard um, in my life. I think, like I said, I'm in this new place, and I just decided like, it's time to dive back into it. I kind of just let you guys all in on what my thought process was. So what ended up happening is I just kind of scoured social media as one does looking for something, looking for some kind of wrestling school, wrestling training. I messaged some people, got no, not a lot of responses back. Um, and you know, I was starting to think, well, you know, maybe this is just actually not like within reach. Um, maybe there's not a lot of training around here and, and, you know, maybe I just, maybe it's just not the real, you know, I do believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason. So I'm, I'm thinking to myself, well, there must be like a reason that this isn't really like working out for me. And, and realistically, I didn't get a response for a couple of days, but in my brain, I was like, well, this means it's over. So anxiety is pretty cool like that. Um, but I finally did. Somebody reached out to me because um, I was placing some messages and they run uh, a training facility, if you will. And it's closed off to the public, but they do take referrals. So I ended up chatting back and forth with this person and, you know, kind of told my story and why I want to get back into it and shared some like pictures and footage and stuff from from the old Holostar days. And uh they decided to take a, you know, a shot on me. I did say like, Hey, I feel like at this current point, it's been so long. I, you know, I need more than just a ring to mess around in. Like sometimes, like, I feel like I should probably fully get retrained. And, um, you know, I understand there's costs associated with that and, and everything. And, and I, I want to start as if I'm starting from scratch because, you know, sure, I, I worked some some shows and stuff, but I definitely had bad habits, and there were things missing from my training that I wish I would have learned, which is, you know, another big part of wanting to get retrained, and 
that, you know, that was perfect for them because that's kind of what they do. And it's a very small uh, group and it's very tight knit. And um, yeah, and, and it, I'm very fortunate that that worked out. Um, so there was some back and forth, you know, about that. And uh, we met up and, and everything, you know, seemed great. And, and then the day came and it was like, Hey, this is day one of training and here's the location. And, you know, here's what we're going to do. And I panicked a little bit for sure. I was like, Oh man, is this the right decision? But at the end of the day, like I just, man, if you really sit and put my life into perspective, like that's just the one thing that's always, um, that's always been there. And I think, a quote that that is always in my head and, and something that really motivates me is great things don't come from comfort zones. And I think that's the, for the last six, seven years of my life, I've just kind of been in a comfort zone, you know, working corporate America is kind of a comfort zone for me. I don't really find it super challenging most of the time. Um, and I can do things that assist me financially and, you know, I can move up the ladder quickly, but it's comfortable and that's kind of why I do it. And it's great. And don't get me wrong. I, I'm fortunate that I'm working and I have a job and yeah, that, that, you know, assists me financially and, and I can take care of myself and my family, but it's, you know, it doesn't fulfill me in the creative sense or, or in, in, even in the professional sense sometimes, to be honest. So I just, I remembered that, that phrase comfort zones, nothing great comes from that. So I made myself uncomfortable. And after seven years, I went to a training facility and I trained, um, you know, I got in there, the, the level of experience there is, was pretty mixed. There's some guys there that have been working for, you know, 10, 11, 12 years. There's some guys have been working for three or four years. There's been, you know, a year. Um, and for me, like I said, coming through and, and, not wrestling for six or seven years and getting back in there, I really wanted the mindset that I don't know anything. And that was definitely an ask. Like, Hey, if you're going to train here and you need to forget everything that you knew and you're, and we're going to train you the way that we train. And this is, you know, that's what we expect. And, and, you know, that's pretty much any wrestling school that you are going to go to. That's worth a shit is going to say that. And it makes sense. Um, and, uh, you know, got in there. I think I'm glad that I did some jujitsu and like kickboxing and stuff because I, I felt pretty good. Um, you know, ran some drills some like rolling and back rolling and, um, like headstands and, and some, some different ways to protect yourself on a bump. We didn't really take a lot of bumps, but it was like, you know, do a handstand and kind of tip over and, and tuck. So, you know, let's say somebody drops you in a move, you know how to kind of roll out of it. So pretty basic stuff. Um, we did a little bit of chain wrestling and my footwork is just absolutely atrocious. And I think that's the, that's the number one thing people struggle with. Uh, you know, you can see a move on TV and you can copy it. I mean, that's not a secret. Backyard wrestling is a huge thing. Um, and if you've listened to the you know previous episodes of this, you know that that is a huge thing that I am also, or I was a part of and, and you can copy things, but footwork and timing and things like that, you can't really learn off of sight. I mean, maybe you can, but you, you really have to get in there, have somebody show you like why and like what, and then critique you and, and, and assist you through it. So 
my thing is I, I just get very nervous and I get kind of stiff. So like when you lock up with someone, like a collar and elbow tie up, right? Your uh, your right arm is around the neck, it's stiff, and then your left arm you kind of grab their elbow region. Um, and uh, when I say stiff, like your arm is straight, um, your, your right arm. And, and I just, man, I was just locking up like I was in a real fight, just like boom. Um, and I got a lot of like, hey, man, like just relax. It's all good. Um, we did some footwork stuff other than that, you know, taking a wrist. Um, uh, three kind of basic reversals. And what I was finding is my feet were just shuffling, man, at happy feet. Um, and that's kind of a, a big thing that newer trainees have. And I realized in my previous training, that was never really anything brought to my attention. And it was in that moment that I was getting critiqued and like, hey, do this and this, that I was just so happy that I did this because that's what was missing from my old training. You know, sure, we did some rolls and bumps and here's how you do this move and take this move. But like the the, the basics is what I need. Um, I need a better foundation and I know that. So this was great. And that's really what it was. We, you know, we worked out for about three-ish, maybe four hours. Uh, watch some of the more experienced guys do some fake, you know, like tag matches to work on, you know, their their process and, and things like that. Um, and all in all, it was just like, man, everybody there was so cool and accommodating, which isn't always the case, but man, it was great. Um, very supportive. And uh, really, honestly, I, I, I learned a lot that I maybe I had heard, but I, it was never really top of mind when I was wrestling, especially like tag team wrestling. I think like my partner, um, Mike was really the, the technical guy and he was really into that kind of stuff. So he studied it a lot where I was, um, more trying to be, um, more, I really enjoyed like the, the entertainment side as far as like acting and, uh, making an asshole out of myself, um, and, and focusing on a lot of like striking and stuff like that. Um, cause I would kind of, normally I would be the one to get the, the tag once the match already kind of started when we got our heat, um, as heels and as a baby face, like I generally was, it was the same. Like I never really kicked off the matches, got tagged in for a little bit of shine and then kind of got the hot tag. So I was really like, and I did that same formula all the time. So it was a lot of just like running in and strike, strike, strike one or two big moves cut off. Strike, you know what I mean? So this was very good for me to, um, to just really buckle down on the basics and you know, they definitely have connections, a lot of connections, um, in this place. So, you know, things could go really, really well. Um, and more than anything, I just loved being back in the ring and I just felt so, um, just content, you know, for the first time, like driving home, it's not too far away from me, which is great. And I just was like, man, thank God I did that. Um, all those reservations I had in the morning about going were all wiped away and it was all worth it. Um, and it was just, man, it was, it was super exciting. Um, so I do that. That was March 7th, um, was my first, um, venture back into the ring. And even then I'm like, man, I want to start podcasting again because I I'm on a new journey now. And that's, that was the whole spandex planet, like ideology in the first place. And so now, you know, I want some folks to come with me and I feel like I, you know, I have a lot to offer, whether that's just like a specific insight um, or someone else is looking to get into training. Um, hopefully this can kind of inspire you to do it. Um, you know, and, and, and also I'm just going to give you some inside info from time to time and, and things like that. So I was like, man, I, I got to do this again. So uh, that, that was top of mind. 
and we go into the next week and I'm, I'm prepping uh, for another class the following weekend and, you know, I'm working and I start hearing, um, some, some rumblings about, you know, this, uh, this COVID thing. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's very easy to not really know. Um, and you hear things and the internet really likes to make things bigger than it is. And, uh, you know, I, I I didn't really know what to think of it, but I wasn't necessarily concerned um, really at all. About midweek, my company decided, hey, like we're going to shift this to strictly uh, work from home, which for my company is pretty crazy. And I'm like, whoa, this is interesting. Um, Maybe this is a lot more serious than I thought. And, uh, you know, I, I start seeing some other states do that and before you know it, it's like, you know, the whole country's on lockdown and it's like, you know, shelter in place. It's a pandemic. And just like, you know, I'm not political. I'm not a scientist. So I'm not really going to get into like my thoughts and views on this, but it just, man, it was wild. It just, it just hit. And it was like, the world is now on pause. And so what that means for me is I finally, after seven years, take take the dive back uh, into wrestling. I get one class, one training class in, and the world literally comes to a pause. And I'm like, dude, if this is not a sign for me to stop, I, you know, I don't know what is. Um, I, I just, man, it is unbelievable. Um, so that that's kind of what plays into me not just kicking this podcast off uh, right off the bat uh, and 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 you know waiting a little bit. I think just the world is in such a an uncertain time, and there was just not a lot for me to to really like just or there was too much. Not that there wasn't a lot. There was just a lot. There was too much going on really, and so I just I'm like what should I do? And now I wanted to re you know, start doing this podcast again and, uh, wrestle. And now I just, I can't, uh, for, you know, who knows how long this is going to last, you know, it's been over a month now and, and it's not looking like it's going to really let up. And this is, you know, unprecedented, uncharted times. Like nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, but also what a perfect time I'm working from home and now I have all the time in the world to do this. And, you know, I still have, um, a lot of stories and, you know, tips. And I think we can kind of dive into, uh, how like training has, has shifted as far as like weight training or cardio or, or whatever, and like diet and things like that, um, as it relates to wrestling. And I think this is a very unique time to kind of chat about the world of wrestling as, as it stands as well. So, you know, like I said, I feel like this opportunity, um, presented itself at a good time. And even though I can't wrestle right now, um, there'll be time for that. Like I, I, I know we'll get back to business as usual and, and, uh, we'll, we'll kind of chat about how training is going and stuff. But for now, I mean, all I can do is keep prepping, uh, for, for my eventual return. And like, I don't know how long training is going to last, but you know, I, I think, well, let me rephrase that. Training really should never stop. And this is a place that doesn't stop that. Like I said, there's guys that have been wrestling for 10, 12 years here, uh, and they still come in every weekend. And, and that's, you know, that's what I think how it should be. And that's what I'm going to keep doing. What I really mean is like, I don't know when I'm going to be ready to actually get back in the ring. Um, 
you know, on a show, uh, in front of people. But you know, I'm, when that time does come, I'm going to be a hell of a lot more prepared than I was when I was 19 years old with a couple months of training. Um, so that's, you know, that's exciting to look forward to. And even though, you know, COVID has kind of like gummed up the works and now the world is, is, is on pause. I think like there's, this is a, a wonderful time to just really work on getting myself in the best possible shape and, and being able to put my best foot forward and, and come out and go back into, into training, you know, with a better, you know, image. I mean, say what you will about wrestling. There's definitely some guys that, that do not look at the part that play the part better than guys that do. Uh, but to me, there is a particular look that I think is important. Um, and I don't have that look right now. I think, you know, I've been working on it for sure. And, and I'm, I'm in better shape than I was three, four years ago, but now I have time to really at least, you know, try my best to get to where I want to go. Um, and I'll let you guys kind of follow along. So if you're, you know, aspiring to be in wrestling or go to wrestling school or, or what have you, you know, I'll kind of let you know what I think is a good diet and, and training routine and kind of what you should be looking at and focusing on, at least in my opinion. Um, and so we'll definitely get into that. But I think with this being like such a crazy time with wrestling in general, um, while, while we're, while we're all quarantined and, and our lives are, are halted, I think that this is a good time to talk about the current state of wrestling. Um, even though it's super weird, I think it's awesome, uh, that we're getting televised wrestling shows with no fans, which the, the first couple I hated, uh, even though it, it was interesting to see, like it was just awkward, man. Like with no reactions and, and obviously not a ton of effort being put into the product. Um, it makes sense. I mean, you know, you, you got to keep people safe. And I think we were still kind of navigating the, the waters, but you know, it, it definitely has, has grown on me. I think AEW specifically has been, has been doing a really, really good job of keeping, you know, a lot of storylines moving forward. Um, maybe they don't have their full roster, but they have enough enough guys to really get things done and enough girls to get things done. We've even seen some, like, debuts, which if you would have, like, told me on paper, like, hey, um, this is how I would have, like, how we were going to do, do um, the debut of like Matt Hardy and Brody Lee, like without a crowd. And I was like, dude, don't just like, wait, you know what I mean? And, and that's how I felt about WrestleMania also, but we'll, we'll touch on that in a sec. But the way that it was done was, it was great. I think, you know, Brody Lee uh, debuting as the exalted one, man, I love that guy. So uh, shit, even without a crowd reaction, like the way it was presented was still really good. Um, say what you will about how it's kind of the dark orders evolving or devolving depending on who you are. Um, it seems to be kind of like a Brody Lee is a, uh, like a self-help slash cult leader type, uh, guy. <laughs> um, and, and really like obviously very clearly taking shots at Vince McMahon. Um, but you know, I, he's a great talent and I'm excited that he's there in AEW. I think he rounds out the, the roster really well. I think like him and, and like Lance Archer coming in is cool to add some diversity, add some bigger, some bigger like monster dudes, um, which is cool. And, uh, and then the Matt Hardy debut, man, like wrestling is silly. Like it's a show and, and 
I realize that there's people who enjoy the serious side of wrestling and look like I, I do too, but also, you, you know, it's a show. And sometimes silly things happen and sometimes they work. You know, I think WrestleMania was a great example with the Boneyard match and like the the Funhouse match or whatever. It Sometimes it just works. And I think Matt Hardy's debut with like the, I guess they're calling it like holograms now. And like it was goofy, but it's it worked for me at least, you know, just like all of all of the stuff from Impact, not so much WWE, but the the broken Matt Hardy stuff, I think, is is Matt Hardy's best stuff. And I feel like there is certainly a consensus on that with most. So, you know, take it for what you will. If it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But the great part about somewhere like AEW is you can kind of get all of it. You know, you get the Matt Hardy stuff and Chris Jericho cutting promo on inanimate objects and drones and stuff, which is also fantastic. Um, but you can also have the serious stuff, um, you know, and the, the serious matches and it, it kind of has a little bit of stuff uh, for everyone. So I, I'm, I'm glad they're still going as long as everything's, you know, safe and they're distancing as the best they can and taking care of the performers and the performers understand and they're cool with it. Hey man, like more power to them. It's great to have something to watch every Wednesday night. Um, same with NXT. I think they started off in the same boat as Raw and SmackDown, but They've really, you know, amped it up, especially since they started doing the um, takeover matches on, on just on Wednesday nights for free. Uh, it's it, it still obviously would be better with fans, um, it, especially in an arena and not at the performance center. But hey, man, I'll take what we can get. This is like I said, these are unprecedented times, and hopefully we we come out of this the the stronger because you you gotta know these companies are losing just boatloads of money doing this. Um, but it is what it is. We think about WrestleMania that uh, I will be the first to say I was absolute like WrestleMania to me is a big deal. Even if I don't watch WWE consistently throughout the year, which I, I do now mostly, but you know, there have been times where I, I don't, I always watch WrestleMania like every, no matter what it, before the network, I bought it. Like it just, it's, it is, it's, it's, it really is like the pinnacle of wrestling. Like if you're a wrestling fan, even if you hate WWE, you, you generally watch WrestleMania, uh, in some way. So the fact that it, the fact that it didn't get delayed, which I, I get from a certain standpoint, because who knows when all this is going to be over, but the fact that they, they kept it going and, and, did it out of the performance center with no crowd. I was really not happy about it. I just, it really bummed me out. And I don't think I was mad at the company or anything. It just, it sucked. Um, that's not, it's just not a WrestleMania feel. And, you know, if you watched the show, they spread it out over two nights. I think there were definitely some matches in there that were amazing. Um, some standouts. I think the ladder match with John Morrison, uh, one of the Usos and, and Kofi was was awesome. I think Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins had an awesome match. I think Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn started to, to pick up a little before it kind of just ended. And there's some good stuff there. And I think the consensus really enjoyed, uh, the boneyard match, which was, it was definitely very creative. Um, and the Funhouse match, I, I think was also extremely creative and unique and, and considering the circumstances, they just did something different, which I think is awesome. Um, you have to, you know, I didn't want to see the undertaker's entrance out of the performance center. So I'm really happy that they, they went a different direction. Um, and it sucked in a lot of ways, but you know, I, I guess, I guess at the end of the day, I'm happy that it happened and, and hopefully, 
you know, by SummerSlam time, things are cool and maybe they make SummerSlam like a big deal. So, you know, it is what it is. I think everyone's doing their best, all things considered. What really sucks is just the independent companies, man. Just it's heartbreaking the amount of money these companies have lost and and the talent not being able to work, especially when it's their like primary gig to, to wrestle. It's just, man, it's brutal. Um, I, I'm not... It, it sucks. The whole economy it sucks right now. Um, and so hopefully we, uh, we come out of it soon. Um, and when we do, you know, I think things will improve for, for everyone. And for all those folks that are, that unfortunately weren't fortunate enough to, you know, unfortunately not fortunate enough. Pretty cool. Um, hopefully they're, they can kind of get back on their feet and, and, you know, those folks that got laid off, that's, Man, that's such a bummer. Um, it's I've said it about eight times, but it's true, man. These are unprecedented times. So, you know, hopefully things things get better. Um, and I mean, they will. I just it's a matter of when. Uh, and uh, you know, wrestling will come back. I'll be able to train again. Uh, but in the meantime, I definitely will be putting out th- this podcast. Um, because we are we're back, baby. Um, and you know, some segments, excuse me, some segments that I think, you know, we'll add here. Um, you know, I definitely want like a fitness, uh, section because that obviously applies to wrestling. Um, we'll have like a news and an opinion, maybe even like a review section. Um, and just a little bit more structured than before. I have a little bit of a better idea what I'm doing now. And, um, I think this will be good. So thank you for, uh, for, for giving me 30 minutes of your life, uh, to, to, you know, hear me talk about me, um, and coming back and hopefully you, you found some entertainment value in this, um, or even maybe a little bit of inspiration or, or maybe just piqued your interest or curiosity, whatever the case, I, I appreciate the support. Um, I, I will certainly be, uh, be uploading on the regular. So like subscribe if you're, if you're a fan, um, leave me some feedback, man. That's what I'm all about. I'm okay being agile and shifting, shifting weight as need be. But more than anything, I just want to tell my story and and bring you guys along on the journey. So thanks again. I hope everybody is staying healthy out there. Wear your face mask. Try not to go out in public, distance yourself. Um, and, and hopefully we're out of this, this crazy situation, um, sooner rather than later. But if we're not, uh, you know, I think this is, cool for the, the world to kind of work together. Um, we'll come back from this. Um, it's, it's, it's weird and, and crazy. Um, but we'll come back, but also, Hey man, what do I know? I'm just like a dude who like likes wrestling and <laughs> is like talking into a microphone alone right now. So, uh, either way, thanks again for listening guys. Uh, thanks for following me on this journey. Thanks again for that 35 minutes of your life. And we will chat next week. I uh, still don't have a catchphrase. Bye.